So have you, did you ever, well, we, we should mention the fact that your son's here, not at school right now. Yep. Um, did you ever jig school, mate, when you were Wag school, fella? it was called when I was a... Jig, jig school, wag school, whatever, I never you, referred whatever, to whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it, it means not going to school. Have oh, you, did you ever do that? I never not went to school, but I certainly skipped a lot of classes in okay. year 11 and 12. Did you ever put on bung on that you were crook and you couldn't get to school? I don't remember, ever? but... I did. Oh, you know what? This is going to sound really funny, right? I really liked school. I enjoyed going to school. You're a simple man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what it is. It's just that I had great, great friends at school and I'd, I never saw a need to, to not go to school. I had good, good friends. I don't know. Does that make me a nerd or what? It makes you weird. Really? Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. We had a good bunch of guys at school. Oh, I went to a. On, I, I went to primary school. It was a co-ed school. Yeah. And then went to. And then they realised girls were distracting for you. Yeah, that's right. So after for like fifth class onwards, I went. It was all boys school. Morris Brothers school. Morris Brothers Daceyville. Then I went to Morris Brothers Pagewood. Yeah. So it was all boys school. Yep. And um, we had great footy teams and everything. It was great playing actually for the school side. That was a really good competition. But yeah, I, I I never saw a need to not go to school. I I didn't dislike school. Yeah, I just didn't really care for the subjects that I did in year eleven and twelve, so I skipped most of it. Yeah, I changed some of those too. I think I sort of. I didn't I, change them. I just didn't go to class. Yeah, I know. After year eleven, I dropped a couple of subjects and picked up. <coughs> I sort of added units to some other classes. So I added another. Because I think to I might have told this story, but in year eleven, somewhere in year eleven, we're doing maths, and. You know, you got the maths core. Well, we we're only doing maths and society, so yeah. middle middle level. What were they? Did they call that maths and space? That, that was uh, um, always called veg maths. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then then there's a bunch of electives that come within maths, like you know, uh, geography or um, you know, geography in maths. No, um, what's algebra, it um, algebra, trigonometry. No, no, just yeah, I guess. But anyway, there's a you list of things. You were good at it. You couldn't list them all. Exactly. Well, <laughs> one of them was basic computing. Ah, oh, that, that's in your um, You know, house. one of them was like probability or were something you like that, that. You know, when you were at that age, or well, so what happened was the class was determined that we were going to do probability, and I don't know whatever the other thing was, yeah. and I just went, oh, I have no interest in that, and so I started. I grabbed the computer and I started doing basic programming, literally basic, bring the programming language. Yeah, yep. you still on my Commodore sixty four. Yeah, did I? And yep. so there was one laptop in the school. And so I would grab that and I would muck around with it. Anyway, the teacher said, "You have to, mate. You have to do what we're doing." I went, "No, I don't." Ooh. He goes, "What do you mean?" So I rang the department. Of, I rang the Department of Education. Rebel. And I said, "When I sit down to do my higher school certificate exam yeah. for maths in society, what will be on the desk? The standard two unit test. Will there be every elective to choose from, or just the two that my class are doing?" And they said, "No, they'll all be there." I said, "So I can choose to fill in whichever ones I want." They go, "Yes." And I said, well, I'm not going back. I'm just going to keep doing basic computing. And I just... And that was what it? I did. Yep. Wow. Trevor Long. Top 1% or 2% in the state. Is that right? In maths and space. Because there was five. <laughs> there were five people doing it. That's why. It was the... Yeah. It was the... <laughs> there, were, there were six people in total. <laughs> yeah. That's good that you were there in the Best top, part was top three. Um, Mr. Angles... Was Angles. the head maths teacher. Is that right? Can you Shout believe out. that? Mr. Angles. Angles, wow. Anyway, so he, he got super angry at me at the trial exam. Ooh. Three hours, you know, maths. It was a yeah. trial exam. I'd left after like an hour and 45. Because you were done. I was done. Boom. And like he basically, he punched me. Like he, you know, not, not like in a, in a fight, but you know, like you're an idiot. You've wasted your life. You're, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, so when I got, when Arguments I, when I got the HSC right result, <laughs> I went in and gave him a good clap. Did you? said, mate, oh, yeah, you, you how'd that go? <laughs> Did you say to him, have you ever been to India? Get, Get that, that India, India, baby. Anyway, well, I don't know how we got talking about that. Yeah, because we were talking about jigging oh, school, mate. Jackson's jinxing school. Yeah. Wagging school. Yeah. Jigging school. Wagging jigging. school. Jigging? Jigging? Jinxing. Jigging. Tru- truancy. It's good, truancy, mate. yes. Truancy. It's a bad Truan- thing and it shows up Truant on your record. Officer. Turn Truant your laptop officer. around right now. What are you doing? <laughs> it's not. Well, Minecraft. He's on Tech hell. Guide. What are you doing? <laughs> Get on you, brother. If you're on Tech Guide, that laptop <laughs> will explode. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's just do the show. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 451. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Trevor Long from EFTM. And Stephen, the Arlo chocolate cake lasted several days. Oh, it was very it? good. 
It was a good cake. Okay, was it the the typical sort of heavy mud cake? You heavy it was? mud cake. Yeah, nice. yeah. No, he got a solid workout every afternoon too yeah. for a few days there. How was the uh, close yeah, communications it was, it was nice. client cake? I, I actually gave half of it to my in-laws. I said, "Yeah, take this. That's yours." Yep. And the other half is, uh, well, I think we've eaten a quarter of it. There's still a quarter left. Wow. What are you having a spoonful at a time? No, I, I only, I'll only have it. I reckon I had a quarter in the first on bite. Cheat, on my cheat day, I'll have one. I'll <laughs> I reckon have I smashed a quarter in the no, first bite. I had a bit cut. on my cheat day, and I'll have another bit this week on my cheat day. All right, well, thank you anyway to uh, to the good people. So to David and his clients at Closer, uh, TCL and Belkin and Co. Uh, for our 450th, and to Lambro and Joanna and the team at Arlo for our 450th as well. And appreciate all the messages that came through as well. Yeah, but that was nice. Now we're going to move on. We're just going to move on now and it's put our sights on. Now. On, on 10 years, mate. That's the next that's big it, milestone. Yeah, it's in six months. Yeah. 10 year anniversary in uh, wow. February. So bring it on. Um, like, wow, that's just, <laughs> that's just that's that just hit the corner, me. Mate. It's, a long, years, wow. it's a bloody long time. You've had another sitting. child in the meantime. Yeah. yeah. I've got a child that, that's, that's, a long time. that's been around for the entire process. Yeah. My kids were all still at school when I was uh, when we started this. Now they're all adults and got jobs. <laughs> oh, I'm now actually, you know, following the, the things that you told me about kids, they're all coming coming to fruition yeah, now. now. <laughs> when we started, that's right. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it when your, your kids are old enough to bring home good boyfriends and girlfriends and I oh, know Jacko's probably got about three of them on the on toe on the, on the toe, mate. He's a good style. He's a, yeah, he is, mate. He'd be he'd be smashing it. Got his there. mother's looks, thank God. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, back in January at CES, and in fact, before that at IFA last year. In fact, this time last year, I remember seeing. Isn't that depressing? We'd be getting ready I to know. go to Berlin. It right is now. a touch. Yeah. Like I'm trying to yeah. avoid the thought of it, but we should be yeah. en route. We should be, yeah, on our way to Berlin. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, we're not, and we won't be, and so move on. Um, Hisense at IFA last year had a demonstration of what they call dual cell XD, I think they called it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they showed it again at CES, and it was confirmed that it's, at CES, it was confirmed it was coming to Australia. And I think what's fascinating about this for me is this is a whole new TV technology. Now, it's a bloody hard thing to explain, but here's how I've explained it on the radio this week. Um, think of your standard television as being a colour panel. Colour LCD, that's, that's, what, that's what shows what's on it. But behind it is a big, bright light. The light shines through so as to let you see the colour. What Hisense have done is gone, we're going to put a black and white panel in between the colour and the light yep. so that when an area of the screen is black, the black and white panel is black and no light gets through, which gives you, as a viewer, a more... And they don't say this, but let's be clear, they're trying for a more OLED-like experience. Yeah. Because that's the big issue. The big challenge of an LED TV is blocking that backlight to create the black. Mm. And OLED doesn't have that issue because it's either pixels on or off. Yeah. So there's no backlight to block. Yeah. So here they're sort of using uh, this other layer to help assisting with the that that turning off the like turning off the pixel, blocking that backlight. Yeah. It's another little step to use, another measure to keep it as as black as possible, and technically, because the panel has a what it's a full HD resolution back there. Well, so so you got a four K color panel, yeah, and a full HD black and white panel, yeah, and they say, look, count the pixels on that. The cost of doing a four K um, black and white panel would just be higher. So yeah. black and white, you, you basically got a four pixel area of blooming, a four, yeah. four pixel yeah. area of, of glow. Very smart how they've done this, so and, and it looks great. Yeah, like legit. I sat down. Um, the the dual cell was sitting next to a Hisense OLED. And let's be clear, that's kind of a couple-year-old technology yeah. in and of itself. But still, the general principle of OLED hasn't changed. All that's changing now with LG and stuff is you are getting better levels of brightness from the colours and stuff like that. But the general principle is, you know, how black is the screen when there's white text on it, for example, yeah. or when there's, you know, a very clear contrast between black good, good and, and colour. Good test is um, watching, and I'll definitely be doing this when I, I'm looking at it next week, hmm. um, looking at a, a star field. Okay. So, like, say the, you know, the opening crawl of Star Wars, you know, when the writing goes up and then all you see are the stars? Yeah. That's a really good test because... On an OLED TV, you'll see more stars. Right. There'll be more stars, little points of light okay. coming through. Well, An LED TV, if you had them side by side, you would see probably 30% less stars. So I sat and watched an episode of Dark, oh. which is the show that you and I are both into. Because because which, not only uh, because it's named Dark, but because it does have 4K, elements yeah, of, yeah. of darkness in it. It is 4K. Yep. Now... As is always the problem with doing any sort of test like this, you end up with issues of how have they set the TVs up, and one of them was in bloody retail mode. What's the lighting, mode, what's the lighting situation in there? Was it's, it? it's pretty dark. It's not blackout, 
dark, right, but right. it's very dark. Yeah. yeah. So you've got a little bit of light blooming through the yeah, blinds and stuff. Yeah, leakage, yeah. It's, it's pretty but it's dark. A good, that's a good <coughs> test for it because the idea of this, I know we've been talking about the black levels, the idea of this TV is to try to bring the best of both worlds, to have, if you are... An OLED TV's biggest weakness is it can't compete brightness-wise with, That's say, right. a QLED TV. Yeah. So here's this is why this is important because they've got this dual, this hybrid technology that's kind <coughs> of compensating for yeah. that. So yeah. I, um, I don't have an eye like you, and your your guidance will be greater than mine. But what I saw was a stunning picture side by side with OLED. Like le- legitimately yeah. stunning. It was excellent. Yeah. Would have been even better to have another like a, just an LCD panel there so you could really get the difference. Yeah, or a QLED <laughs> like a Samsung But, but yeah. what I noticed was very impressive blacks. Mm. Like very impressive blacks. Yep. Excellent brightness and color. Uh, like genuinely uh, I'm I'm sitting there going, "Geez, I don't know about the color on this OLED." But again the challenge is one has HDR like the the OLED has HDR the the dual cell has Dolby Vision, and so there's different. Uh, you know what I mean? There's just yeah. different settings there. Yep. Um, so, so I don't want to be okay. 100% on its its benefits, but I'm just saying side by side, which is a very rare thing to do. It was excellent, like really, really yep. good. Turn the lights on, and and again impressive. The only negative I found was in a Starfield style situation. So black screen with white text on yeah. it or something. On a viewing angle, uh. I reckon I was seeing something come through. Right. Like it felt like a, a quite a lot of of light blooming through. Okay. So I think I think what's happening is the the lights refracting through the two panels ah, right. and is visible on an angle. Maybe because that's <coughs> a, I know that the, on a regular OLED the viewing angle is normally really good. Yes, right. On a regular OLED, but this is you got two panels you're dealing with here. So yeah. no, interesting. I'll be keen to I'll give that a crack. Price myself, wise, they're they're launching one of them, uh, a 65 inch at thirty five hundred dollars, which I think is that that's really competitive. Price. Mate, it'll come down to it'll 30, be twenty nine ninety nine. I had a look at a lot of the twenty twenty TVs uh, at that level and. Haven't come down five hundred yet. They're coming right. down kind of three hundred or so. Mm. Um, I reckon this is that's a. I was surprised at the price. I, I mean, it's a thousand bucks cheaper than an OLED, mm. but it's not like it's a very premium TV for Hisense. Yeah. So the challenge for Hisense in the retail environment is convincing people that 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 you want to bridge the gap between a a, a Q8 bloody you know really yeah. good quality. Yeah. Uh, Hisense, oh, Hisense sorry, yeah. up to OLED and not get something in between like a Samsung. Like it's yeah. just really, it's very challenging for them. And I think that's yeah, what ch- they need is people like you saying that it is, yeah. you know, it's 90% of, a, of an OLED. Well, the <coughs> thing with Hisense I've found too is that they've really come, in the last couple of years, they've really established themselves as a, as a contender. Yeah. Like I've found that e- even as recently as earlier this year, I'd have people saying, "Look, what do you reckon of Hisense?" There was, there was still a bit of uncertainty yeah. about the brand. Yep. And um, and I and I said, oh, I said, "Oh no, they're the real deal. They're worth worth a look." And and then the people that I've recommended them to have bought them and are so happy with I, it. They're thinking, "This I is great." I put Hisense in the same category as a Netgear Orbi. It's one of the products I've never had a complaint about. Yeah, totally. That, like and it's, it's tough with things like price. headphones. You know, especially in-ear headphones, very hard to recommend because it's very unique. Yeah, feeling. Very There's a lot of lot of yeah, lot of things there, right? Yep. But you know what, TVs, honestly, most people are going for bang for your buck. And there has been, I've had a lot of TV calls and emails in the last few weeks. Yeah. I don't know about you. Always but do, yeah. People are spending big bucks on TVs right now. Yep. And there's been a lot of occasions where actually Hisense isn't in the price market. Yeah. For some reason, they're either far too low or they're just not showing up in, in the right search where I am coming up with a lot of people have been finding Sony in the in the when they're doing searches on JB and stuff, they're yeah. finding Sony versus Samsung, and so that's yeah, been right. the competitive thing I've okay. found. So um, there's a uh, bit bit of work to do on pricing. But I've had a few people asking about Hisense because they see they go, how come Hisense is like a thousand dollars cheaper than the same size Samsung? Mm. They want to know what, what's the catch. So why why is that? Are, are they buying a something a dodgy TV? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I told them, I said, no, they're 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 you'd call them. I reckon they'd be. Panasonic doesn't sell TVs in Australia anymore. I reckon Hisense has taken up that that last spot now. They're in the big. They're the big four again. Is now Hisense is number four. Yeah. Well, you have Samsung, in terms LG, of brand awareness. Yeah. Sony. Yeah, but you know they're selling more TVs than almost anyone else. I know they are. Yeah. In many quarters, yeah, they sell absolutely. more TVs yeah. than Samsung, and just, because just of their so, low end. Just so you know, too, I think TCL at CES 
uh, unveiled similar technology to yeah, this right. dual sense. You remember that? No. Yeah, that they did have a dual dual cell. I don't think they called it that, but similar style technology. Because you remember TCL is a display company. That's like, right. They make displays for other like phones and stuff and TVs. They do their own TVs, of course. And I think that they've got their own version of this coming out. The question I had too for you, and I'll hear this for myself. It comes with a subwoofer. So yes. that's part of the package. Pretty good. How'd it sound? Pretty buddy good. Yeah, because you know, Dolby Atmos, eh? I'm I turned the other one down and just, just ran the sound through this one. This yeah. one's set up so the subwoofer is like a pyramid with a chop, top chopped off. Yeah. And the TV actually sits, not doesn't lean up against it, it's just that the stand clips into it. So right. it so looks like it would lean against it. Yeah. But the subwoofer is behind the TV and the TV is on an angle leaning. Uh, or if you mount the TV on a wall, the subwoofer sits on the it floor. Sits on the ground. Um, I didn't pump the sound massively, but it sounded excellent to me because it's got front firing, bottom speakers, yeah. like a lot of high sense do I, now. I did notice that there are speakers along the bottom yes. edge. Eh? And, and I think and that's, you know, that's a, a huge good, advantage. It's a good looking TV. Beautiful. I, I TV. like the design. They've they've done like thin bezels and you the know, speaker at the bottom. It, it's it's finger width, not you know finger nail width in terms of OLED versus. Yeah. But but you got to remember an OLED is is super thin at the top, but it's still fat at the bottom. Uh-huh. This has that same thin and fat you know. Oh, is it makeup. thin at the top as well? How yeah. thin though? Is it? Like literally a finger. Okay, so not so quite like as thin as an six, LG. Six mil, yeah. Right, okay, that's pretty good. That's yeah, impressive. it's very good. And especially there's two cells in there, don't forget. They, that's they fit right. That in there. Two that's cells pretty, and some light. You that's know? impressive. They've done a good job. I, yeah, I think that what we need to see is how it plays out in the retail pricing. Yeah. Um, I think that... mid-September. I think we will see very quickly, Hisense announce a 55 and a 75 at the very least because this will go well. I think this will go very well for them because in a retail store, they'll be able to point at the blacks and they'll be able to show that it's yeah. doing well. Yeah, I think, would they go smaller or bigger with this, you reckon? I think so they'll, you reckon go they'll go both. either side of it? Yeah, I yeah. think at a 50, so they'll go a 75, 55 would go well. So what, a 55 would be under three grand then, eh? It'd be like... Two five or something. You want it to maybe. be two five. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good, eh? For for that, that that is really good value. I was surprised at this price. I thought this would be four thousand over four grand. Yeah, right. But that's pretty good. So the seventy five obviously would be. If you can get if you can get that under five, you're going to get under five grand. That was four triple nine seventy five inch like that. That's that'd pretty be, good that'd value. Be pretty impressive for an because you know like I'm I've got the high sense eighty five. Yeah. And. I've, I think I've said last week or so, or so there there are it's not an OLED so I yeah. noticed the 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 quality on on movie and yeah. dark viewing but every other day of the week it's fan bloody tastic yeah. so you know I think this is just that thing I think especially given LCD is is capable of being bigger and cheap uh, at a more affordable way yeah. OLED at a large scale is enormously expensive yeah. So they've but got it, the ability but, but, to capture the bigger market. But the reason OLED's expensive is because it's OLED. This isn't OLED. No. So, so they can scale this at a, at a lower cost. That's right. So it's not like they've got to make an OLED panel 75 inches. That's it's, it. They're imitating OLED here. Yeah. So th- that's why it's the value you're getting. It's first generation. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Mate, oh, I mean, it's excellent. But I have no doubt that in two years from now, yeah. there'll be competitor products like TCL, but even Samsung yeah. and others may have to. Because, look, God bless Samsung and their love of QLED. Yeah. But it ain't no OLED. Yeah. Still, though, still very good quality, though. I would prefer to see a comparison with a QLED TV. Yeah. Rather than another OLED TV, I, I reckon compare like for like and just see how much, rather than seeing how it can match an OLED, I want to see how much better it is than a QLED. That's what yeah, I want right, to see. Okay. That's what I'd like to see. Um, but it, it, it is a dramatic demonstration, no doubt. I'm keen to. Well, I'm, I'm in there next week to have a look at it. Yeah, well, I'll be interested to see your thoughts because I thought it was yeah. excellent. I did. You know, the problem with trying to review a television is when you take photos of TV, it yeah, doesn't really show up anything. Yeah. You waste you, your, you your time. Yeah. I'm just taking a photo, going. This is this is as close as I can get to telling you what I saw. Yeah. You know, it's it's just the only photos thing. I take. I take photos, and again, they're not to demonstrate picture quality. I take photos of the TV I'm reviewing just to prove that I've reviewed it. <laughs> like yeah. I said, well, it's this funny is, because I, I did I remember, actually do this. I remember. Yeah. Uh, going back, I was at SBS, um, so we're talking, you know, four or five years ago now. I remember publishing a review, and I got a, like a Facebook comment from someone going, "Did you actually review that?" I went, "What do you mean?" They go, "Well, they're just the standard photos that everyone's got." And I went, yeah. "I went, a, you're a massive narc, <laughs> and b, good point." Um, I always have. Uh, I, I, I try to have every photo in a review as my own photo. Yeah, I, I very, I maybe as the thumbnail or some, I maybe have one. The Supply last thing shop. that I didn't do uh, photos of was like the water pick bloody Sonic Fusion thing because yeah oh, I didn't do that. Frankly, either. we don't. It's have a bit a, hard to photograph. We don't have a photogenic bathroom. 
Yeah. So if we, if we never got it styled, mate, when yeah. we've renovated, and our, our bathrooms are from the eighties, still. Um, so you when we've got renovated, to stage it for you. We'll, we'll you know, I'll, like you I'll know, they sell that. a house, they stage yeah, it for yeah. you with the furniture. But yeah. no, ours is unstageable. Bit high, high budget to do that. <laughs> unstageable bathrooms. Oh, no, everything's stageable. <clears> but yeah, for, that's why. Uh, yeah, wow. that's it's one hundred percent why the photos in my review of like, this TV are just photos of two yeah. TVs side by side. Fair enough. Oh, okay, so in uh, and yeah, no, I I take I I'll photograph like the 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 speakers and the bezel. That's what I'll take. They're the photos I'll yeah. to show the design and all that. Yeah. In terms of picture quality, you can have to take my word for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, because I can't I can't um, show you the picture quality in my photo. All right, two blokes talking tech. Oh, that's the intro. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is two blokes talking tech. It's actually not the intro. I should have just left it go. You should have kept going, mate. Anyway. Well, speaking of keeping going, yeah, uh, Fitbit. Have, what was uh, that a segue? Well, it is because a Fitbit you it encourages you to keep moving, keep okay. going. You know, right. so Fitbit have just announced their new range of products, mm. and one of them is a, a totally new smartwatch that they're calling the most advanced health smartwatch. Because it's the Fitbit <coughs> Sense. Now this has got <coughs> a new. Sensor technology, and it's the world's first electrodermal activity sensor. That's I've been e- I've been waiting e- for an electrodermal activity <laughs> sensor. It's about bloody time, don't you reckon? <laughs> the EDA sensor that can measure and help manage your stress. Like it's now, a legitly know, weird do you, thing. Do you get stressed? Do you feel stress? I want to be stands and mark and say stress doesn't exist, but it does. Mate, and yes, I do. I've got a saying, right? Okay. Stress is created by the person. <clears throat> Not the situation. Wow. You know what I mean? Confucius. You know, like it's if So you're, you're saying you don't get stressed? stressed? No, I don't. I'm 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 I wouldn't call myself like an ice man, but I I can I can handle and when I'm under the pump, I can handle it. I know that it's it's I, like my saying I always <laughs> say to myself, it takes pressure to make a diamond. That's what I always say. You are full of it. I mean it's the no, saying <laughs> I, I, because I'm thinking, okay, now I've got to step up. Now this is the time for me to step up when it gets tough. That's the that's my sort of creed that I that yeah, I bring to the situation. I'd, I'd, rather I'd, me I thinking, say, rather me going, oh my god, I've got so much work to do, and I've got to do this. I'm thinking, right, it's oh, time see, to step up. I don't, I don't believe I have those stresses. That's just, yeah. that's a different. There's a different word for that. That's just disorganised. Yeah, like if, I, if I'm if I'm that, yeah. stressed about you know not getting something done, it's because I wasn't organised this week. Yeah. Yeah, but what's the saying? I've got another saying for you. Oh, if you <laughs> this will be good. <laughs> yeah. um, failing to plan is planning to fail. Ah, oh, well, pre- have you heard that? Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Exactly. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we that's, used to say that. Yeah, Breno yeah. used to say that in yeah, radio. Yeah. That's good. I like. Yeah. I, I I slipped that to my kids a couple of times. So look, you know, you got to study. You know, you got to do your right. I said thing. something to Jacko last night. I said, yeah. um, just so you know, um, to, it's a common saying amongst uh, married men that uh, you should seek forgiveness, not permission. I said that. Yeah. I said that does not apply to teenagers. Yeah. You should always <laughs> seek permission. Absolutely. Remember that. <laughs> Write that a hundred times on the blackboard. Yeah, right. yeah. Actually, do some bloody lines. Get a pen and paper and write, I will not use my phone in my bedroom. Now, a hundred hey, times. Boom. Hey, what's that? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, is that the rule, mate? What's the rule in the household? No, 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 no devices upstairs is the rule. Hello. How old are you again, mate? 13. Wow. Okay. Yeah, in the private feed, I might go mate, through why, if that's, I, a, if why I was, that's a state, why that's an issue today. But anyway. If I was 13 and I had a phone, Stop I'd be it, smuggling it. it into my bedroom. Stop. <laughs> You're a terrible example. Um, anyway, the electrodermal activity yes. sensor. So the thing is, this sensor is not on the on the underside of the watch, no. you know, measuring your heart rate and no. stuff. This is on the on in the in the screen. So you yeah. put your palm palm on the face of the device. This thing detects sweaty palms. Yes, exactly. Yes, small electrical changes in the sweat level of your skin. Man, if you, imagine so if, if you, you had are... one of these things on your forehead. <laughs> yeah, good on you. <laughs> am I sweating right now? Am I? Is no, that what you're saying that okay. Yeah, I can sweat for Australia. <laughs> you definitely. could sweat for Australia. Yeah. Like you'd be a gold medalist. And I'd be you'd have more medals sweater. than Ian. Although, Ford. although I've got to say, yeah. since I've lo- of uh, just to check in on my weight loss, let's I've not lost, check in on that. I've lost nine kilos That's in the last great cu- job, few mate. couple well of months. And I, I feel that my sweat, my sweating has greatly reduced. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, it is uh, excellent. It is a byproduct of being fat. I reckon being, in my case, being a sweater. Okay, it's because I was overweight. Talk about the Fitbit Sense. So the Fitbit Sense is, uh, yeah, the EDA scan app. Put your palm over the face of the of the device, and it detects these small electrical changes in the sweat level of your skin. Like what? 
And uh, so that gives you a figure to say, oh, you got particularly sweaty today. So uh, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing there, mate? What have you been up to? <laughs> sweaty palms. Sweaty palms. Um, but there's also, this has also got an ECG. So uh, there must be a big lineup at the, the medical approvals board. Yeah, the TGA. All these companies thinking, take a number and we're going to see approve you one at a time. Is that how it works? Because or? we've got Samsung. saying they've got ECG. Samsung is saying it won't be long. Yeah. Oh, Apple announced Apple, it years it ago. 13 months ago they announced an ECG. Uh, and there's no hope of that happening anytime soon. You've so got this one pending pending approvals. Yeah. So do you reckon they just say that knowing that they're never going to get approved? <laughs> is it just a, oh, well, let's you know just what? say it's got ECG, it'll never get approved. Oh, what I think happens is someone in the US goes, mate, it took two two weeks here. We just did this, yeah. we did this, we did this. That's and they amazing. say it'll be fine. But it doesn't. We're, we've obviously got a more stringent TGA yeah. to the FDA. Yeah, it's tough. Sounds like the, a rap fit, song. the Fitbit sense is. Uh, it looks like the Versa. I, I kept looking at the Versa. I'm it thinking, just which looks is a bit, which? It looks a bit rounder. It's a bit bigger. It it's looks a bit rounder, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. It's a slightly different design. Like, there's the, that's the sense. Yep. Right. I'm pointing at my Soren Tech Guide, and that's the Versa. Can you tell the difference? It, no, is, three it has a sort of slightly bigger like the, screen. <coughs> I feel like the, the, the curves on the edges are bigger. Yeah. And therefore, they, it looks rounder. It looks bigger, yeah. The, the <laughs> sense is bigger. The new one. They've also updated the Versa. They're up to Versa to three now. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like six-day battery life, six days. And, mm-hmm. and they are pretty good like that, the Fitbits. Uh, does have all your uh, – has GPS, Google Assistant, built-in speaker and microphone too. Yeah, so you can actually make calls. You couldn't do Bluetooth calls phone calls on, yeah. the, on the Versa now, too. Now you, can. now you can. Now you can. There's some additional GPS capabilities as well, I there think, is. on the Versa 3. There is. Also, the Fitbit Inspire 2 is more your tracker. So it's not a watch, yep. it's a tracker. And so it is also uh, been improved and it also adds active zone minutes. So when you're, if you're training and you want to be in a certain zone when you're training, this will, this will track you. That was a feature previously limited to the Versa and the other more expensive models. So uh, it has improved as well. Now let's talk prices, mate. What do you reckon the sensors be worth? Have a guess what the Fitbit sense is. You know these. I feel like I, I wrote it, so I should okay. know. But four ninety nine. That's five hundred bucks. <coughs> yeah. So you reckon? So that's Apple Watch sort of, or quite a little bit cheaper than Apple Watch, isn't it? Yeah. Apple Watch territory. Six four Galaxy nine Galaxy of. Watch three territory yeah. as well. Uh, Fitbit Versa three three ninety nine ninety five. Yeah, which is t- which a hundred bucks more than the yeah. Versa two. Uh, is it okay? Oh, so yeah. this two is two nine nine. Well, it is two nine nine. I don't know what it launched at, but uh, it, at JB right now it's two nine nine. I reckon it's gone down in price. Fitbit Inspire uh, that should be Inspire three. I think. I oh, know Inspire two uh, is one seven nine ninety five. So, uh, are you a Fitbit? My wife's a Fitbit fan. I keep saying to her, "Let me buy you an Apple Watch." She goes, "No, nah, it's okay. I like the Fitbit," and she's a real fan. She uses. She had the. I think yeah, she had the Versa two actually. That she's been using. Uh, um, she she came to me. She says, hey, "Do you know there's a Versa three? I went really, and I remember, then I looked up my. Oh, here it is. <laughs> um, she found it something before I did. She's been reading AFTM.com. Uh, maybe not. No, I don't think so. She definitely read it at AFTM. You think so? Yep. Did you post that straight away? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was a day behind. Thanks, Joe. Good on you. Yeah. Appreciate sure. <laughs> <the> support. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. All right, mate. Well, Jack has and no, tech. I'm not a Fitbit. Oh, Jack, Jack has, has not a tech, tech guide. He's really. not a tech guide, so we're square. I'm going to add tech guide to, to the block <laughs> list at home. <laughs> can you do that? Yeah. You can do that. Like individual sites, you can yeah. say that's it. Yeah. So, so Blocked. Pornhub, block Blocked. that. <laughs> tech guide, let Blocked. him let him through. <laughs> EFTM yeah, question mark. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I could give a rat's about fitness watches. To be honest, um, really? I mean, I've got a, ca- a Casio. Well, remember, I don't know what brand it is actually. Protec. Remember, I picked this one up. Where we were? Where were we? Oh, you bought that in? Uh, was it? Uh, <laughs> I feel like it was Korea. It was a review review device that was. Uh, I've done I've done fifteen hundred steps today. This counts your steps. Who where cares? did you get that? I feel like it was Korea. It was, was Korea it? last November. Yeah. Do you remember? Where for the, the Samsung airport. trip at yeah. the airport? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was an impulse buy at the airport, wasn't it? Itch nay on the buy nay. <laughs> <laughs> what brand is that? It's a tag. No tag. No, no, no. It's a Casio. Oh, like a G-Shock. This is, yeah, a G-Shock. this is a this is a like a. It's called a Pro Trek, which is like a different level Casio. Ah, and you can't buy that in Australia either, can you? Is that why you? Got I don't it? know. Is that why you? Uh, I just borrowed like the look it? of it. <laughs> I just like the look of it. Fantastic, mate. Well, that's excellent. <laughs> Done. Fitbits are great, but Trevor buys other brands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and the Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is hitting stores uh, right now. I've installed mine at home uh, and immediately 
62 devices were connected to the Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at my house, so it was the right. Oh, wow. It's the right device for me because this device, uh, the Orbi Wi-Fi 6, is not only has Wi-Fi 6 built in, but it's it's designed therefore to enable many, many more devices in your home. In a world where smart devices, smart things, from sensors to cameras and everything are connecting in your home, you need the capabilities on your Wi-Fi network to process all that traffic and process it well. And what I found most awesome was on a Wi-Fi 6 device like the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 uh, Ultra. It actually has a little six next to the Wi-Fi symbol, so Does you actually it? know on your phone that you're connected to Wi-Fi six. Oh, that's gold! So you know you're getting the best from um, what's out there. So that's a really cool feature. And basically, Wi-Fi six better capacity, more throughput, better speed, better range, um, and a better Wi-Fi network for your home. The Orbi Wi-Fi six. Uh, check it out at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Stephen Fennec. Are you still using the Note? You're liking the Note 20, mate? I just haven't found an Android device small enough to switch to. What about the Pixel? Pixel 4a. give a rat's. What? <laughs> That's my next one. Oh, actually, no, I've got the LG uh, Velvet. Velvet. That's <coughs> yeah. a nice device. So I'm going to wait for the ne- for the smaller Note. I'm oh, going to switch right. from the big oh, yeah, to the small. The Note 20, oh, it's what, 0.2 millimetres. That's going to make a big yeah, difference. Yeah, but so. it's a flat phone. doesn't have flat. the edge screen. I think okay. it'll make a difference. Mm. Don't you think? Oh, I think Maybe. it'll be different. Oh, I prefer the, the curved edges. But I think it'll be different. Anyway, yeah. Jesus, name. Wow. And then I'm thinking of going long-term on the TCL Pro, 10 Pro. Wow. Big it's call. a good phone. Big call. I agree. I agree. I reviewed it on Tech Guide. You should read it. <laughs> <laughs> Did a video as well. <laughs> I'm with you. TCL, <clears throat> they rock. They rock. They anyway, rock. Um, a little one, and this is kind of in that whole, you know, lockdown, uh, new normal mode. Uh, Android TV is rolling out a beta release in the next couple of weeks with the app Duo on it. Now, Duo is available on all Android phones. It's kind of the rebranded, renamed, because they fairly can rename everything a million times, don't they, Android, Google? Um, but it's their video chat service. Right. You know, Meet, Duo, whatever you want so to call it. So it's Google Skype. <coughs> it's Google's version of Skype, right? Yep. But they're putting it... So if you've got an Android TV, what they're saying is if you've got a webcam, get a Logitech webcam, yep. plug it into the USB of your TV, and cool. you'll be able to enable... Duo video calls on your TV. Wow. Now, I think that's a very simple, easy, nice uh, software upgrade because obviously it's just a bit of software they've got to put on. They've got to re- learn how to read the USB on a TV, not rocket science for them. Yeah. But do you remember when TVs were coming with built in cameras? I was just about to say that. Yeah. I, <coughs> I think my parents have got an LG TV, one of the early 4G TVs. Um, that's got the what? camera. Sorry, 4K TV. <laughs> 4G. LG, and I said 4G. Yep. LG, 4K. And uh, they've got a little pop-up camera on this. It's like five-year-old 4K Samsung TV. Samsung had some Skype cameras built in. Yeah. It was kind of a big it was thing. A thing. And it actually, it was ahead of its time. Great. That's yeah. right. Yeah, now it'll be perfect. <coughs> because yeah. in reality, the you know think about the number of times we did video calls in that early part of lockdown where we were doing Zoom, we were doing like bingo with friends and stuff. And <laughs> I was setting it up so the really? laptop was plugged into the TV I and the camera that. was in the middle. I huh? haven't done that. <coughs> Have you got no friends? No, not, not many. Oh, now I feel sad. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't have it's, any individual friends. I've just got group I, I, family friends. Like, I, I was invited one time to um, Zoom Friday night drinks. Yeah, no, that's a no from and me. And I'm thinking, what, I'm going to watch you guys drink alcohol. I can just go to a pub and do that. Can or no, actually, I can't do that in a pub, but oh, why would I want to do that? <coughs> anyway. No Google, disrespect to you, guys. Google you are available at d.dftm.com, but just on that. Um, we had this conversation on WhatsApp, but I have to bring it up. Like we got invited <laughs> to a. Are we, when is this briefing? We're Monday, doing? Monday at five o'clock, which is when I record the Tech Guide podcast. I'm going to is record it in the diary. It yeah, it's Monday the thirty first at five pm. Is it in your diary? It's or not, not in my diary. Hang on, mate. Hang on, mate. Did they send the invite, or did you just put it in? Um, hang on, Jesus. Wow, this is controversial because oh, I may not have it in the diary anyway. Um, I've just actually got it. New event. <laughs> it's down as a new event. Anyway, so we got invited from an audio company. I won't mention who, just in case, well, I offend them, firstly, but also, secondly, we're not meant to say anything, but um, to, you know, like a briefing call. And they said, we'll do it together because we've done some work with this company. So no dramas. And they said, we'd love to send you a little pack, um, you know, with the the unit to test before the video call uh, and also some drinks to have because it's, you know, afternoon drinks, obviously. Yeah. And you've gone, well, the two blokes don't drink. And she's gone, well, what can we send you? No, hang on a minute. I said... Two blokes don't drink, but Trevor is partial to an evening rusky. And I said, I am. I will be at True. home. Yes. So, yes. you know, but I said, just send a Coke. 
Yep. That's what I said. I mean, and we could I probably said, find the email. I'm a non drinker, and I said, <coughs> so whatever you want to do. So yeah. yesterday, bloke knocks on the door of the office here and he goes, looking for two blokes talking to Tick. I went, well, that's strange. I went, well, that's me. He go, and he looked at me and went, well, it's just, just trust me, will you, mate? Yeah. Anyway, beautiful wooden box. Yeah, like nice, a lot of money's nice, gone into this. Yeah. Slid it open. There's the, the product that we're going to review. And then there's a glass, which I didn't realise until I gave it to Amanda. I said, do you want this or we throw it out? And she it's goes, glass, it's, yeah. got, it's, got a, it's got your initials engraved on it. Is it? Yes. Yeah, I haven't looked at it closely It's got enough. TL written on it, right? Oh, wow. Anyway, and then there's a bottle. If mine's got TL written on it, there'll be drama. <laughs> there'll be drama. <laughs> but anyway, all good. There's a bottle of what I can only describe as herb water. Yeah, it's like non-alcoholic distilled spirit. They said distilled. It's water. So how the hell? Okay, so it's water with that's non-alcoholic with a flavour in, in it. No, it's right. got herbs in but it. But it says it's distilled though, so it's got a sort of like gone that through dis- like a gin what, processing. But distilling type. is just it's a, it's a process. They can put herbs in a distillery. Okay, right. Okay. What and I'm saying here is, I haven't cracked it yet. You, is no, it I haven't either because oh. I asked for coke. <laughs> Very sore point there. I just but I I'll think shout it's you a funny. Coke. Get over it, mate. I I'll think it's a. Don't you think it's a funny thing? Well, I think they they wanted to seem a little bit more sophisticated than Coke is what they. I think is the whole the brand is a is a premium brand and they didn't want to just send you a slab, you know what, a I slab of the, Coke. The, the person that we were emailing has gone around the office and gone. So Trevor just wants a Coke, <laughs> and they've gone. We can't just send a Coke. <laughs> they've sent someone across to Dan Murphy's and gone. What's the coolest looking non alcoholic drink yeah, you've got here? And they've exactly, bought a bottle yeah, exactly. and they've put it in this wooden box. And it is a nice looking bottle. It's a great looking bottle, but I like the. I like the photo you sent of the bottle in your hand and the caption said, not Coke. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, right. And I actually had to go check mine to see if mine was exactly the same. I thought, oh, I wonder if they just sort of did a, they got you one type and me another type, but we both got the same thing. So you're not getting anything better than I did, mate. I also got... got What you actually checked was that I wasn't getting anything better than you were getting. I got not Coke as well. So it didn't bother me as much as it obviously bothered you, but... Anyway, it'll make a it'll make for a fine conversation. Anyway, now, what we, were we, we talking we, about? Google oh, Duo. Now, hang on a minute. You mentioned Android TV, <laughs> so this will work yeah. on Sony TV. We've got Sony, we've got Kogan, we've got anything with Android. Yeah. Okay. Which, which again, is an advantage of Android TV. It goes yeah. back to that question earlier about people asking me about TVs, and I, for some reason, Samsung, LG, and, and Sony have been looped together in this price bracket. I don't know where it is, but, yeah. um, and I've often said to people, but if you want Ko and all those things, get the Sony. Yeah. Android, yeah, because you can, you can get Ko on a Samsung. Yeah, that one. That one. Um, but yeah. You can't get it on an on an LG or a Hisense right now. So, you know, and I going back to Hisense, I think that's Hisense's biggest challenge right now is they need to invest in the ecosystem. Yep. The Vita operating system is excellent, but yeah. it, it needs to be. They need to spend a lot of money on the apps. That's the thing that a, a lot of people don't understand that it, it takes a while because each TV's got their own operating system. Yeah. They've got to create. They've got to spend yep. money to have that app. They want Netflix on their TVs, but. They've got to invest in their technology and make it work. See, and I'll uh, behind the curtain conversation, but back at SBS, we, you know, you would find SBS on demand on nearly every TV when they came out, like yeah. they come out with SBS on demand, because the dude um, whose name was Will, uh, who was like the guy that would negotiate with all the TV brands, he was very smart. He just he he would be first. He wanted to be first because you want they, back then. This is you know smart TV early days. They wanted to launch a TV with apps. Yeah. And so rather than waiting and being, you know, fifth to the party, Will would make them build the app. So uh-huh. they would pay developers to build our app. Smart. And and so we would get SPS would get on the TVs essentially for free. Whereas if you were third to the to the bloody party, you just had to develop it yourself. Yeah. So it was a very smart strategy. But now like <clears throat> KO maybe are developing an app for Hisense, but they'll develop it at their pace in their time. Hisense need to say, look, can we slip you some cash to get this happening quicker? Because that's what needs to happen. They need to yeah. escalate. It needs to be put up the roadmap. Simple. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I that, think. That is now. A lot of people don't realise that they think you can snap your fingers and get an app on yeah. your TV. It doesn't work that Which way. Which is why. Unless you're Android. Unless, unless you it's Android. Android. Yeah. It's, it's a much easier port yeah, from totally. you know, the standard Android over. All right, Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Have you ever been on the dark web, mate? Have you ever done any dark web? It's not as easy to go to the dark web. Like it's can't you can't just go dub 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 darkweb.com.au. Like it's it's not. It's a different a, browser. A lot of people don't realise that there's this sort of there's the, like this underground internet that exists. There's some really good um, gra- infographics that show the old iceberg analogy. You know, they got yeah. the waterline, and then the iceberg you can see above is the internet. It's yeah. all the stuff that's on the public internet. And then just underneath the water is things that are on the private internet, like the back end of our website. It's not, yeah. not public, but it's on the internet. Yeah. And then there's you know 
uh, corporate intranets. They're, they're accessible, but they're password protected and everything. Yeah. And then right down the bottom is the dark web. It's using the same network technology. It's on the same internet, yeah. but it requires a different browser to get access to. Much of it is encrypted and needs keys to get into. It's just a different style of internet. Yeah. Um, and some of it is just, you know, it's just where people, it's like the old bulletin boards, you know, it's it's yeah. the way people communicate its forums. But, you know, it is basically the dark criminal underworld of the internet and it's where personal information is exchanged, it's where yeah. data leaks are dumped. It's a lot exactly of stuff. Exactly right. And a lot of people don't realise that too. Like Norton have come up with the new, uh, this is a new feature on their new premium 360 and the it's powered by Norton LifeLock, which is kind of their their premium, their sort of bread and butter internet security protection. And what what they've done here, they've come up with dark web monitoring. So basically, it can help. It'll identify whether your information has been shared on the dark web, which is where all these <coughs> deals happen. A lot of people don't yeah. realise that. There are, there's a market for a whole bunch of identities and phone numbers and credit card numbers. This is where it's not like you can just whack them up on eBay. You you got to go to the dark web. Yeah, and to so negotiate. like when when LinkedIn was hacked or when Adobe was hacked, when these hacks yeah. happen, these breaches. A lot of the time, it's not actually to do anything other than just extract a bunch of data and make money out of. And so they they put it on the dark web for sale. And so what companies like Norton and others are doing now is they're essentially getting into those those databases and they're extracting a list so that they can give you essentially real-time alerts. I've got a different system, but I get a weekly email that says you were not exposed in any vulnerabilities this week. Yeah, It's just, it's an awareness thing. So it's, uh, you know, it is not, it's not a frontline protection because you've got your standard Norton, which protects your device. Then you've got your kind of uh, anti-phishing and, and safe web stuff, which stops you going places you shouldn't go. But this is like a level of insurance that exists outside of your personal devices. Mm. It's like having, it's like paying a, a private investigator to continually monitor the the, yeah. the dark web for you to make sure that if you are mentioned, yeah, you'll be sorted. Well, point is though, if you are on, if you are, that your information could potentially be part of a, an identity theft That's attempt. Right. And uh, like I've called the dark webs, like the virtual back lane where they make the deals. And uh, if if your stuff is the state taken as a result of a breach, and that's normally where it would end up. Mm. Uh, there's some stats here. The first six months of 2020, Australian businesses reported more than 500 data breaches to the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner, more than 64% with the result of malicious and criminal attacks. Because it's now mandatory to report those breaches, yes. and that's why... Um, that they're able to ascertain these these and the data is then numbers. is in uh, is traded on the dark web. Recently, the government pledged though. Remember, they they pledged one point six seven billion yep. to fight cybercrime, uh, including criminals using the dark web. Yeah, that's part of their cyber security strategy. And uh, the Australian Institute of Criminology reckons the impact from identity theft in Australia is more than $2 billion. So it, it's, it is, this isn't like a little thing that's happening. This is an industry. And that's why, oh, pe yeah. that's why people are, uh, the, the, the dark web exists because the, it's, they're trading this information like their stocks on a, on a legitimate stock exchange. Yeah. This is a legitimate currency that they're dealing with. Down and there. it's also, and just it's a side note, but it's also why we say don't respond to emails, don't, you know, don't actually validate something. So if you get an email, which is you know, essentially a scam, and you reply, go away, you bastard, um, what you're doing is letting them Validating know that that, address. that email address and that person's name is legit and it, it changes the value of your email from fifty cents to five dollars on the dark web. You know, like that's that's not a genuine number, but that's yeah. essentially what it's doing. It's so saying you, you've basically validated <coughs> that that's a working email by and, saying and, piss off. Yeah. And you might have even included accidentally your signature, which has things like your phone number in it. You've oh. certainly validated your name. Ooh. You know, and so ignore them is the point. Eh? Always don't, ignore. Don't don't Just validate them. Hit delete. See the other thing is, and this is a, a small little tip and trick, but. An email, you know when you get an email and it's got photos in it, you know, beautiful images, and they're all in line is what we call it, so that they actually appear in the email in the preview. Yeah. A scammer can include an image that you can't see, a little tiny pixel dot, and that dot is another way of validating that the email exists, which is a reason not to even open an email. Yeah. If it's from somebody you don't know or it's a subject you don't know, just hit delete. Yeah. Just delete it, because as soon as you open the email, they know you've opened it. Yeah. They, know, and they know you've opened the email. 
it's a very yeah. it's a very simple thing, but you know you've really got to got to be cautious. That's why you need there. to be protected. And like this is from Norton, <coughs> but there are others from Trend Micro and others. Uh, Everyone's looking after you. It's, I always say to people who call on the radio, I say, "What should I do?" I'm like, "It's it's like the banks. It's like the TVs. There's a big four, right? You have got Norton, Kaspersky, Trend Micro, McAfee. Yeah. If you've got protection from one of those guys uh, at the computer you're level, hands, you're yeah. in good hands. Yeah. Now." You know, Trend Micro and Norton have pushed that a little bit now. They've got this dark web protection, so they are trying to find advantages over each other, which is great. And that's why you should absolutely... If you're not paying 100 bucks a year for some form of internet yeah. protection... I often get asked like that not having too. security. I get asked... Oh, uh, there's a free the, one. Yeah, oh, hang on. what's the best free internet security software? There's no what's such thing. What's the best free insurance there's for no your car? Su- there's no such thing. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to be spending money. Yeah. This is an investment in your protection, in yeah. your security. Absolutely. Yeah. Spot on. Advice right. from the two blokes. Yeah, that's what we're here for. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, sponsored by our friends at Arlo. Arlo's smart home products, they provide award-winning innovation in home security. Now, with COVID-19, we are buying more products online and ordering food with contact-free delivery. And it's hard to know when your package arrives or to communicate safely, but the Arlo Wired Video Doorbell has one-to-one aspect ratio, so you can have top-to-toe recording, so you can see the entire person rather than just their torso and you can see what the whole that the whole person is standing in front of your door what packages are left or if your dog is sitting at the front door it also has full duplex two-way audio what that means full duplex means it's a two-way conversation where it's a lot clearer you can both be talking at the same time and still be heard very well and this enables you to simultaneously see and speak to visitors on your phone so when, when someone rings your doorbell, it's like you're getting a video call and you can communicate with the delivery men or friends even if you're not home. Uh, the video doorbell from Arlo is $289 at all major retailers. Arlo, protect and connect what matters most to you. So for more information, visit arlo.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, uh, there's yet another set of wireless earbuds <laughs> on the market. Is that 1950s newsreader coming out again? How good is it? <coughs> that did well on the video. We to give him a name. <laughs> um, I I don't want to say I'm I'm tired of new wireless earbuds. But you don't want to say? It? Yeah. Well, don't I, don't then. I won't I won't officially say it, but there's a lot on the market. Let's be honest. You know, this, and it is this has a difference though. There's a, there's a slight difference. It, 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 there's a thing in sales called the USP, unique selling point. Yeah. How are you standing out? From the others on the market now, if you, th- I mean, AirPods were not the first, but they've certainly created the, the the market lion's share, you know. And I think there's originally there was a price thing, so you know your your, your JBLs, your Skull Candies. There's some solid price options there for people. But what LG have done today is they've announced the tone-free wireless earbuds. Now that doesn't mean they're tone deaf as a company; they're doing a very <laughs> good job. But these come with a little case that when you put them back in the case. They use ultraviolet to uh, kill the uh, bacteria. Bacteria, yeah. So it's like those little cases you can get to put your phone in, the phone zaps and things like that, that kill the bacteria. And in this day and age, everyone's talking bacteria. And I yeah. know coronavirus spreads by your ears, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> Is that right? No, I don't think it does. No, but, I don't think so. You but know, grime, you, like, a lot more germaphobes. Great Seinfeld episode. You yes, know? it is, yes. But a lot more germaphobes so, around. Was it Kramer cooking in the shower? Kramer cooking yeah, in the shower. Preparing the meal in the shower, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the germaphobe And then Elaine saying, Elaine's you, want, you want germs? Here's germs. She rubs the keyboard on a, on a bum and, that, <laughs> and then the woman's horrified. Yeah, uh, It's a good episode. Great episode. Um, so these, they're, they're, you know, they're your standard, but they are Meridian Sound. Um, they yeah, they're, they're a solid partner. They of have LG's. six hour battery on them, and then another twelve hour in the case. So eighteen hours in total. Okay, six hours in the earphones, pretty that, good. That's actually. decent, yeah. Um, and and yeah, the, the key point of difference my, is is the the antibacterial. My question is though, yeah, w- would you need this if you were only if you were the only person wearing your earphones? It's a good point. I mean, like, do you share your earphones? I never, never. share my earphones. No, it's kind of a private thing, isn't it? You don't. Well, it's been in my your, ear. That's disgusting. Your, wa- your wife doesn't say, "Oh, where are your in-ear earbuds? I want to use them." Never, never have that. Mate, never been asked that ever. She doesn't even come near me. What's she going to wear my earphones <laughs> for? Um, I want my own ones. Jacko, although, although, Jacko would definitely wear my AirPods Pro if they were lying around and he was allowed I to. But bet, yeah, they're not, I and bet. he won't. Yeah. Um, so no, yeah. I don't. I, it's a it's a good question. Why do you need your yeah. your ear- headphones? Because you know what you need is you need a, a little case that cleans the wax out of them. 
Because if you use them that's constantly for six months, yes, and you don't have clean ears, they do they yeah. do a little wax build up do you, on. Do you are you a cotton bud man? I'm right? a cotton bud man. Yeah. I, I go in so deep it makes me woohoo. Really? Yep. There you go. I love that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> uh, the, do you, are you are you too a, much info? No, are you? Oh, mate, I'm a cotton bud fan too, but um, I like doing the same both you, at the same time. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right, jeez. I don't do drugs, but I weird, do. But weird, I do much? clean clean my ears with cotton buds. That's your drug. That you made a funny yeah. noise before when you did that too. Do you make that same sound? When, pretty much. When you, when you and uh, this is a pretty specific question here. Right? <laughs> oh Jesus! Do you produce? Do you, do your ears produce a bit of wax? Have you got yeah. some wax going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, if you do it regularly, it's it fairly noticeable. But yeah. If you haven't done it for a couple of weeks, she's a bit filthy. Yeah. You got to clean them out. Although, there's um, you know, the 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 advice you, you got to be though, careful not to clean them too much. Yeah, the advice is you might be pushing them deeper, d- your earwax deeper into your ear. Yeah, That's right. If you're not doing it correctly. Yeah. Oh, I I had and I won't name names, but there was a person I know who uh, thought they were losing their hearing, but they were just clogged up, and it was just earwax. Have you ever done that candle thing? Have you ever seen those videos? No. Have you seen them? No, I've seen it. I've heard about them. No, I just don't understand. But there's, a, there's you, you look up on YouTube. There's a whole thousands of earwax videos. That's disgusting. I'm seriously. People get off on watching earwax getting pulled out of ears. They, they, they that's just a whole thing. Um, do you look it up on YouTube? Trust me. If you if it grosses you out, don't do it. But there is a fascination with it. Um, yeah. And that the, they they remove removing because it, look it's, uh, seriously this friend of mine, she thought I'm losing my hearing I, I need a hearing aid, and it was just the wax that had just been building up over years and years and it had impacted and what a relief that blocking blocking her ear now. So, so I said to her, I said, so when all those people were saying clean the bloody wax out of your ears so you can hear me, they were right. <laughs> she was right. So yeah, so now she's wow. thinking, wow, it's a, a trip to a, a, a specialist saved her from buying a hearing aid. We'll definitely get some, we'll get some tweets. How do we get here again? This, how, do we sure. get, no, how do we get? How do we? are wondering why oh, the hell you earbuds, need yeah. earphones that have antibacterial. Well, well, you're only going to share your own bacteria, aren't you? Like, is that is that such a thing where? Do you reckon this is a bit of a gimmick, mate? Trying to sort of cash in on the COVID fears and stuff. I do. <laughs> I'm still, still going to ask her for a pair to review, though. Oh, you know, I'm more interested in the sound quality. Yeah, me too. Meridian sound—they look a bit bulky in the bulb. Yeah. The stalk looks the same, but the bulb looks quite big in the ear. Mm. But they talk about having bass and treble control. So, yeah. and the, look, judging by the US price, these are going to come in at about two fifty, I reckon. In yeah, Australia. which is not bad. They're not noise cancelling, but are they? No, but yeah. well, they. They don't say passive, they're noise cancelling, but, but they have they have active they have ambient capabilities. So yeah. bring pass through and stuff like that. So I don't yeah. know, could be good. Give it a crack. Give it a crack. Um, details are at uh, eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Stephen, I know, I know you write the rundown with your hand. DJI, writing. it says DJI. I know, but mate, I love O-M-4. the people. I love the people at DJI. And I, I love their their new thing, but are you going to talk about Call of Duty? Oh yeah, I forgot about <laughs> Call of Duty. Damn. <laughs> so we'll we'll, we'll come back to DJI once we've reviewed. Yeah, well let's review the DJI the OM4. It's a new smartphone <laughs> stabilizer. Very good. Nice save there, mate. Wow. You want to, only because you see how unselfish I am. I thought I wasn't thinking of how Call unselfish of you. you are. I oh. just I've just handed over. I know. A that's good what I mean. Ten minutes of this show good. to your passion yeah. for a computer game. That's right. And we D- get to shoot people in the DJI. head. DJI. <laughs> Next week we'll talk about you. Uh, you haven't even got yours yet, have you? What your DJI? No, it's going for the stabilizer. Yeah, I got mine yesterday. I got mine before Trevor. That's great news. Whenever I was happens. in a car. Yeah. All great, day. Great news. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about. Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War. The reveal has just dropped. I'm going to spoil it straight away. Ronald Reagan's in it, and that's awesome. I've said that in my story, as a matter of fact. Uh, this is obviously set during the, in the 80s, so it's the, during the Cold War. Yep. So you're dropped into this uh, intriguing geopolitical storm, and uh, as, as typical on Call of Duty, it's so realistic and the great storyline, and the fact that it's set in the 80s, that's really cool. What I yeah. loved about the trailer... The background music they were using was Blue Monday by New Order, Who which knew? is genius. In fact, that same song was used. There's a new trailer for Wonder Woman 1984. That's the new Wonder Woman movie. Oh, okay. Same song they used in that trailer no. as well. Blue Monday by New Order. One of my favourite songs. Actually. My favourite song of all time is a New Order song. 
Yeah. It's called Bizarre Love Triangle. That's my very favourite song of all time. Do you have a favourite song of all time? Do you have the voice, John Farrell? There you go. Pretty good. But yeah, Bizarre Love Triangle, New Order, get on it. Love it. Um, yeah, this is a pretty explosive game, obviously. And the, all they revealed, though, uh, in, in the uh, first video was the, kind of the storyline. Right. And just really showing off the graphics and how, how good did it look? Be honest. Oh, man, it looked, you it looked know, incredible. So and it's PlayStation 5 footage, by the way, too. Whatever that means. Um, I thought it looked great. I thought, here's my problem with tra- game trailers. And it's the same for Formula One, let alone this. They're, they're, they're not trailers of how you play the game. They're trailers of the bits you watch. Yeah, the, the cut you know, scenes. The yeah. cut scenes, yeah. the, the movie scenes. So like Call of Duty, yeah. the way I describe Call of Duty campaign is, it's, it's a movie, start to finish, and, and 90% of it you, you, yeah. you act out, it's but like the other 10% person. you yeah. watch. Yep. So the trailers are essentially mostly that 10% you watch, yeah. which is good and bad yeah, it's a sizzle in my reel. mind. Because yeah, it's a sizzle reel to get you excited. Now, yep. I'm going to say... The bit I hate most about these games is these parts because oh, I don't I forward. don't think they're very realistic. Ah. I think I think they're the one area where you can see that the animation has a long way still to go. But not, not this time. I think this time it's it's I think this is a dramatic improvement in facial uh, movement when they're talking, body movement. There's some really good things about it. Like the Ronald Reagan character looks. They pulled I that like, off beautifully. I liked your reaction. Like you, I watched you watch it for the first time, and you 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 went wow. Like when you saw because, Reagan, because you said to me Reagan's in it, and then I, I in the in a part like in, he comes up in news grabs on TVs and stuff, and I thought oh well, that's pretty fair. Yeah. But then he's sitting there behind a desk yeah. as president, and I thought as, that, a, char- as a character in it, yeah. yeah. That looked good. That's genius. Well, mate, that you, you, Ronald Reagan, sort of Mikhail Gorbachev, they were kind of the, the two leaders yeah. of Russia, US. They were sort of the face of the Cold War, really, weren't they? Yeah. Like, he was president at the time. He, he was Russian president it's at the time. It's quite interesting because that time period, I mean, you know, I was five, six or so. I was young. You are an old man by then. <laughs> <coughs> but I was a teenager. See, as a, uh, I remember as a kid the, the nuclear fear. Yeah, you know, yeah. no that, that nuclear, was legit. no yeah. nuclear science across Sydney. Yeah. I remember having a fear, like not 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 quite nightmares, but yeah. a fear of a nuclear attack. And I, I actually think forward to you know thirty years or something, and I think our kids will remember the coronavirus pandemic fear yeah, and stuff yeah. in the same Which way. There'll be a, the nuclear there'll fear, be a yeah. Call of Duty buddy uh, COVID nineteen <laughs> um, in twenty years from now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Masks, yeah. But yeah. you know, the other thing you Social just point out, yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, you get you get penalised. You know, your health goes down when you when if you, you go close yeah, to when 1. you get one point five metres, yeah. you get penalised. Um, you did <laughs> not. You did point out there was a, a a very very small sneak peek in the multiplayer, but there was some actual you know first person action in the, in yeah. the trailer, and it looks sensational. It looks brilliant, yeah. And the good thing about it too is that it, it it's obviously got to capture the era, so you got to, you're going to come to grips with a lot of nineteen eighties technology, yeah. like the weaponry, the equipment. So it's that's what I like about Call of Duty. It's a real time capsule of the, last the era. One set even further back. Uh, was there the was one uh, World War Two. That's there right. There was one that was two years two ago, years or three ago. Right. ago. That was a great game too. And yeah, again, you were dealing with weapons from that era, yeah. uh, and everyone's on the same on the same playing field. Uh, the most recent one, Modern Warfare. That that's probably the best Call of Duty, apart from the original Modern Warfare that was like for its time was amazing. I still play that every day, Modern Warfare online. Mm. I still play that every night. And I'm hoping this lives up to that in terms of the multiplayer, which is what is kind of the the strength of this of this. Yes, yeah, the strength of the franchise is the multiplayer because yeah, the campaign. It, it, a lot of players don't even play the campaign; they just go straight right. to multiplayer. Really, but uh, mo- most most players, I think, just go straight to the multiplayer. They don't even bother with the storyline. I like the storyline, mm. but yeah, you can knock it off in like five or six hours. Uh, I like to get that out the way first, and then really get dive into the multiplayer because a lot of the maps. And scenes are from the game that they lift. Then, like there's maybe one section of the game where you, you completed a campaign, a mission, and that little area is used then as a map in the multiplayer. Yeah, right. So it's good to sort of get a he- your head around it. Interesting. Very nice. Yeah, it's not out till uh, November 13, so that's a couple of months away. Which, which you know what? Does that indicate when we might see PlayStation Five? Well, they're talk- talking PlayStation Five holidays 2020, so Christmas. It has to it's be probably out in December, early, early November, December. Surely. Well, no, I don't think it'll be out by buy then. It for Christmas. Well, I'll tell you why it's not going to be out because they have not announced. Uh, they've only announced PS4, Xbox One, um, and they said I think for PlayStation and for Xbox, you can buy the uh, ultimate version, which has the PS4 and Xbox One, and then you will also automatically be able to upgrade Series to PS5 X and, PS5. and X. Yeah, so 
I reckon it's probably going to be mid-December. or, or you, You've got to hope it's before Christmas. Has to be, I mean, you know, retail-wise, they I, I have to some, get it before I read Christmas. somewhere that Sony <coughs> really surprisingly opened up pre-orders already. I read somewhere oh, okay. that it's already PS5 pre-orders have already opened. So I think, the I think, there's, a, I think there's pre like nominations, but there's no well, pricing like expressions yet. of interest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's got to be before Christmas. Mate, has it has to be, to be for yeah, retail. Yeah, has to be. And if there's not enough supply, like there's going to be disappointed well, people. Well, Sony insists that they will. I know Xbox at the same time. They're, they're not going to be left behind. They're saying that the coronavirus hasn't affected the schedule. That they're mm. still on track. So let's hope that it's uh, sooner rather than later. But. Um, this would look amazing. Like the footage that I think we saw in the trailer was from the PS5. I think it said it. PlayStation Five yeah. footage. Look, look pretty cool. I'd be amazed how different it would be, though, would it? Yeah. I'll, Do you think it'd be? Massive? I'd say probably the, you know, like the, you know, how they have those physics engines in games, like the reaction, like explosions and, uh, you know, clothing movement and water movement. That they'd be next level there. Right. You know what I mean? Like those little things would be much improved, more All natural. Right. Yeah. If you want to see the trailer, uh, it's in the story at techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. All right, well, we've got to uh, smash out a private show and then get to a briefing, so we should just wrap it up, Stephen, and uh, Let's do it. get it happening. We'll be back next week. Talk to you then. Yep. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.